hello, hello. Is this on? Everybody there? Hi, everybody. Guys, look at Javier in a suit jacket right now. You look good, bro. Jeff, you just always look good. Jeff, you look good, too. Good morning, everybody. Everybody doing okay? Guys, I, I really do love this place so much. I really do. And, the, and this, this moment is an absolute insane moment, and my brain's exploding. Because, like Savannah said, this is literally my first time on a Sunday morning, which I don't know if I should be saying that. That's kind of like your chef saying, like, I've never cooked this before, but, but you'll like it, right? You're, you're a nice guy. But, but guys, I want to say good morning. This is, a, this is a privilege to share God's word with, with you guys, with everybody who's online. Um, yeah, today's going to be good. Today's going to be really good. And I just want to I just want to invite you guys to go there with Jesus. We're going to talk about something that that can be a little intense, right? It can be a little bit a little bit shaky, but I'm going to invite you guys to go there with the Lord this morning to wrestle with Jesus. Hey, this is a safe space. Raise your hand if you are a safe individual that someone can approach and say, "Hey, I've got questions about that." Everybody good in here? All right, great. Amanda, thank you. Amanda has got three hands. Actually, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hands in the air. Tiny hands. Um, yes, guys. So before we start, I just want to I just want to pray. Let me pray for us, and then we're going to get started. So let's just close our eyes. Let's honor Jesus. Lord, thank you that no one here is here to see me. <laughs> that takes the pressure off. We're here to see you, Lord. We're here to see you. We're here to learn from you. We're just here to learn more about you. So we just pray right now that we bring everything honestly to the table. We bring ourselves. We bring everything that's going on, all the, all the junk that we're thinking of, the things that kept us up last night, the things that we're thinking of for tomorrow. We just say, Lord, invite that into this space. We bless it, and in Jesus' name, we pray. So, guys, we are in the series Brave. Raise your hand if you've been touched by this series, by any of the words given. If you have not seen it, if you're new, just jump on our YouTube page, watch them. They have been an absolute blessing. We, we had Bobby last week give an amazing word. So today we're going to continue our series, the Brave series, and we're going to talk about something uh, super light and friendly called spiritual warfare. Yeah. And this is, this is kind of like, for those that like really know me, this is actually kind of not the first thing I would normally go to for our, all of our Enneagram people. I'm a seven wing seven, so I'm like full like party. And, and this is like, I was like, Laura, you, you want me to do what? You don't want me to talk about like, you know, something in the Old Testament, stories, because the kids love that, you know, all of that. Savannah, you left out the boogers. There's so many boogers, guys, back there in the kids' room. So thank you, God. But, but guys, I do, I do want to first off thank all of our kids' volunteers who are in here, Miss Maggie, which, by the way, Miss Maggie is the cutest name on earth. But let's give them a round of applause for real. Yeah, we love you guys. So we're, we're going we're gonna to jump right on in. We're going to be jumping through a lot of scripture. If you don't have your Bible with you, bring it next time, but if not, it'll be on the back, but we are going to jump through a ton of stuff, um, but here's what we're going to do, guys. We, we're going to talk about four points. For those of you taking notes, we're just going to do four points. The first one, we're going to talk about what is it? What is spiritual warfare? The next thing is the importance of knowing the difference, and we're going to get there asking the difference between what? Um, we're going to talk about what I'm calling the warfare root, and then at the final, we're going to end with, well, what does this thing look like in my day-to-day -day life, okay? So let's get started. Lord, please, don't let me say anything dumb in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, that's my truest prayer. But guys, let, let's get started. The first thing we've got to talk about is what in the world is spiritual 
warfare. I think a lot of times there are so many definitions of this. We think of this in many ways. We've heard a lot of people discuss it. But really, before we even start, there's one of two regular problems that occur when talking about spiritual warfare. Underemphasis and overemphasis. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to everybody? All right, so, so let's start off with the under. So, so what does underemphasis look like? It looks like, what warfare? There's no warfare. Even for believers, they'll say, no, no, well, God's got it. Why did Jesus die? Well, oh, to stop the war. Right? Let's be real. Okay, we, I think we've all maybe even had those thoughts before, but there's that under-emphasis. There's no war. We're good. I don't have to worry about anything. And in a lot of ways, that's theologically sound for sure, but we have to wake up, right? We cannot live in that under-emphasis. Nothing exists. There's no war out there because there is. And we're going to be taking a look at what that means. But let's go into the over-emphasis. Because I think for the most part, we've met some individuals or even been those individuals that maybe overemphasize. And now, where are all my, all my Latinos in the house right now? Anybody there? You might know. <laughs> I got two hands. The, you might know where I'm going with this, okay? My parents are watching. My mom's out there. My dad's out there on, on, on the live stream. Now, I'm not saying it's you, mom, but we've got some abuelas and we've got some, some aunts and uncles who, man, everything's the devil. You know what I mean? Everything, like, like, we'll, we'll, like, I'll be, I'll be, as a kid, I'd be like getting ready for school, and she'd be like, "Mijo, ponte el, el, el cha, la chaqueta, okay?" I'd be like, "Why, mom?" She'd be like, "Cause el diablo's gonna get you, okay?" I don't, I don't want you to have to worry about that. And I'm like checking the, checking like the forecast for rain, and she, and, and like, we know, right? You, you'll have like your, your like abuela say like, "Just make sure you've got your umbrella, you know, in case the devil gets you, because rain is of the devil." And I'm like, "I've got my umbrella," and she's like, "That's not the armor of God, so no, we're gonna have to pr- stay home, Mijo. Come here, right?" So, so we we all know what overemphasis is, right? And here's the deal: it's not even about a balance. We just gotta be smart. Right? It's not like, we, oh, well, I'm not going to underemphasize. I'm not going to overemphasize. I'm just going to, what do I call that? Middle emphasize it. No, it's not, it's not about that. That is not the goal of today. <sighs> Today's goal is just to simply learn what is it, what is it not, and what do I have available to me today? Right? So let's talk about some things that are not spiritual warfare. Number one, it may seem that way, and I get it. The Starbucks drive-thru line is not spiritual warfare. Okay, period. Traffic is not spiritual warfare, although if you've driven here in South Florida, it could feel that way. But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Sometimes, like, we'll be in Starbucks, and and, and they'll get the order wrong, and we'll be like, man, the devil. He's just made my macchiato into just garbage. And, and the Lord's like, no, dude, that wasn't, that wasn't it. That was just Tommy, the new barista, you know? Like, that wasn't, mm-mm, you know? The other one I thought of was the DMV, but that actually might be the fiery pit of hell. So I think, I think that that one's, anybody work at a DMV? No? Okay, cool. If you do, I'm sorry. But... That is not spiritual warfare. That is just that's the fiery pit. That's what that's what John saw in Revelation. But so, yeah. 
So I want to I wanna be careful with this next one because these are all obviously like things that we can all relate to, things we all get, our bosses or scenarios at work or something like that, where we may feel, it like feels like it, right? Like, and I get it. Can we all like, not like literally show me a knob, like if you get it, like you've been there before. It's like, it's so easy to think that the enemy is in our circumstances and in every single thing that goes wrong, not according to our expectations, another word for another day, is the devil, and how much credit that doesn't belong to him do we give him? You know what I'm saying? And the Lord, it, like we're singing all these things like it all belongs to you. And I just want to be like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are we giving everything to Jesus who actually deserves it? And I get it, guys. Please, 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 please hear me. Like, old, old like, preacher note here. We, we preach what we need to hear, right? So that there are those moments where I'm like, man, even myself, like, oh, that's just spiritual for, oh, the devil's getting after us. Like, man, we got to be sure. You, you hear what I, you, like, be, like, careful with, like, listen to the words I'm saying. We just have to be sure. Because it could be. It totally could be. But what if it's not? What if it's not? And we're just like, yeah, we've got, like, our spiritual warfare, like, weapons just out and, and fighting nothing, you know? So... I want to talk about another one because there are moments where you might think to yourself, like, one, I think that actually is. Because I mentioned, like, small things, right? Starbucks and yada, 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 all those things. But there are moments that come up, for example, with friends and family and marriage, right? With our finances, with our health. Man, that one right there, all of the things I mentioned, I want to be so careful, by the way. Like, hear my heart. I love all of you. Hear my heart, I'm not diminishing circumstances, but everything that I just said is exactly that, circumstances. And that's such a huge word, right? Like it means so much. And I think that Big C, like the capital C Church, is learning more about circumstances, what to do with them, where's Jesus in this? Like we're getting some good revelation, but I still want to be super careful, okay? So I am going to quite literally read this sentence, because I do not want to get it wrong, because I want you to know my heart, okay? Because 2020 was, until now, has been so weird and hard, and you guys hear about COVID? It, it was just wild, right? Like, so, so I want to be careful with this. I'm going to read it. These are all circumstances, everything I just mentioned. Circumstances are human-centered. It's called spiritual warfare for a reason, spiritual now I want to read this. Spiritual, or sorry, circumstances are human-centered. Spiritual warfare is spirit-centered. The circumstance itself is not the spiritual warfare. However, circumstances can and will be used for spiritual warfare. Right? So I'm, I'm going to just say it again. There is no diminishing of circumstances. They're so real. Bring I, before I start, I said bring your situation. Bring what's going on. Whatever the Lord is stirring. Bring it with you. There's no diminishing that, okay? But I want to talk about behind the circumstances. I'm going to read this again. Circumstances can and will be used for spiritual warfare. No diminishing. I'm just saying that circumstances are not the warfare, although they're so ripe for it. They're so ripe, especially as believers, because, man, the things that Jesus has for your life is absolutely insane. And the devil knows it. Your enemy knows it. So here's what I want to say, okay? 
we're going to go, we're flying through this, which is good. Point one was just exactly that. What is and what is not? We talked about circumstances being uh, not necessarily the warfare, but man, they can so be used for it. Now, my second point is this. It is so important to know the difference of spiritual warfare and what is not. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't come up with like a really cool title for what's not uh, spiritual warfare. I just come up with the name Flesh Fights. That didn't, I didn't think you would like that, so I'm not going to really go f- with it. But flesh fights was kind of the opposite of, like, spiritual warfare, right? It's just, it's just kind of the fleshly, like, eh, things, right? And here's what, I, here's what I want to stop and pause and say about knowing the difference. If you don't know the difference between spiritual warfare, I'm just going to stick with it, and flesh fights, man, you're going to attack the wrong person. Man, you're going to go after whoever's nearest to you, Right? And if you're married, oh, spouses, we are so sorry. We, right? Like, who's the closest? Savannah, I love you. I'm so sorry. Who's the closest person to your spouse? And if you don't know the difference, you're going to go after the wrong person. That's not good. Before you know it, you're going to start attacking those closest to you. You are going to potentially even start attacking yourself. And what's the most common one that I see? We just go after God himself. Right? I know, I know that might like bring the room down, which is fine, which is good. Go, let's go there. But how many times does our circumstances and things that are just fleshly lead to blaming others, going after others, going after ourselves, and then ultimately being like, well, Lord, it's just your fault, I guess. And dude, that is so confusing, right? Like if you are there, listen, you are not alone. We have all been there. If you haven't been there yet, not speaking this over you, but man, there is... Some beautiful lessons to learn when you see Jesus as a pursuer, not a punisher, right? Big things change when those are put in order. He's pursuing him. So if you, I don't know who needs to hear that, but man, in your situation, God's not punishing. He's pursuing you. Might look a little, you know, tough love, but man, he's pursuing you. He's going after you. So listen, we've talked about circumstances. we talked about flesh fights. we talked about how to know or, or what happens if we don't know the difference. We are going to go after the wrong person. We are going to end up going after the people who are closest to us. Yikes. That's not good. So I want to talk to you guys about, well, what, well okay, well, so what do I do? What, what do I have available to me if I'm in this situation, if I'm in this scenario, and that's not the warfare, then where is it? Where is it? What do I do? And I can almost feel the, like, the frustration of like, God, okay, one, I have tried. I promise, dude, I have tried. I just don't know what to do. Can I give you guys some tools? I'm going to ask you again. Can I give you guys some tools? All right, cool, thanks. Straight from the word, guys, I need you to know this, okay? We're, I want to talk about four things. Knowing your enemy. Knowing your weapons. Knowing your strategy, and finally, and most importantly, what does it look like to win? Can, do you guys know that spiritual warfare is real, but our victory is more real in <laughs> Jesus, right? So I want to talk about that. Like I said, I'm going to give you guys a ton of scripture, right? If you have your word and, and you're like, you know, you survived the old Baptist sword drills and you're good and went to counseling to relieve yourself from that pressure and you want to go there, amazing. If not, I believe they're on the screen, right? In a second. So let's start off with the first one. We have to know our enemy. Why do we have to know our enemy? If we don't know our enemy, we're going to attack the flesh. 
Spiritual warfare is not of the flesh. And we're going to see that in just a second. But turn with me or just check it out in the back. Two verses on knowing your enemy. The first one is 1 Peter 5, 8. The second half of it for now. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, that's like really heavy. But, but it's just real. So, so the first thing we got to know is who is our enemy? Well, let's read it again. The adversary of the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Boom, there it is. I'm going to read one more. Ephesians 6, 12. For our struggle, is it up on here? Mm, yes, yeah, I'm going to read from here. It might be a different translation, but that's on me. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Any mention of the flesh on that one? Any mention of Starbucks or traffic or 595 at 9 a.m.? No! So we, we have to start with this, okay? Who is our enemy? Well, this just told us. We got to know our weapons. We got to know our weapons next. So if we know our enemy, well, that's not enough, is it? It's not enough to know the mission. You got to know how you are going to get it done. So let's talk about the weapons that we have, okay? This is 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4. One, it'll be up there in a second, but here we go. For though we walk in the flesh, and there it is, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Holy moly, shinoli, that is insane. Did you guys hear that? Do you guys know what strongholds are? Savannah's brother, Jesse, is a, is a trained killer. He, he's like a, a monkey like not of this earth he's ripped out of his brains and i still think of 2014 chokehold it was bad it was like so bad okay if you guys have ever been in any type of like chokehold or you got an older sibling those are so hard to get out of those are so hard to get out of it says right here we have what it takes to get out of a stronghold like that not jesse's you're done Jesse's in the room and he approaches you, you're, it's over. I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding, actually. But, so let's keep going. So, so, first, so let's go to Ephesians 6.10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on, we've all heard it, this is a message for another day, but put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Is that encouraging anybody right now? Good, 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 good. Let's keep going. This, these are still your weapons. 1 Peter 5, 8, the first half says, be sober-minded and watchful. We're going to come back to that in a second. 2 Timothy 1, 6 through 7 says, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. This is Paul talking. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Did you hear that? I want to I go over these key words here. We know who the enemy is. We have weapons that we need to use. The first, full armor of God. Full armor of God. Ephesians 6. We, we're gonna, we have to go there another day. But what else do we have with us? The strong might of the Lord. We have to have a sober mind. And finally, we have to be watchful. 
just watch. Isn't that wild? Like, what if you were in the military and, and someone said, like, hey, your weapon's just going to be your eyeballs. Like, just, just look. Just, I just want you to look. But that's what we're commanded to do. With a sound, sober mind, we are supposed to look. And what are we looking for? Come on, let's get smart. So what have we talked about? we got to be looking for the right enemy. Okay, we got to get smarter. we got to dig past our circumstances and just pause and say, okay, what's going on in here? What's happening in here? We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. So we, we know our enemy. We know our weapons. Let's talk about the strategy. This one's so simple. James 4, 7, submit yourself. Just submit yourself. I'm going to keep going here. Submit yourself then to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried like in a fight, like if Jesse walked in and I was just like, I'm going to submit to God. He might take my head off, but that's exactly what we're being told to do. And if you guys haven't sat there in a storm of a circumstance and just simply try to submit to God, it is so, so hard. And I'm not diminishing that, and I want to be honest with that one. That is, oh, that's tricky, right? But that's exactly what we're told to do. So we've talked about our enemy, our weapons, our strategy of submitting ourselves. Well, how, what does it look like to win? You guys want to know? You guys want to know what it looks like to win? So let's talk about it. Second Corinthians 10.5 says, we, everybody say we, Destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And take every thought captive to obey Christ. Is that feeding anybody right now? Is that something that your soul needs to hear? Because here's, here's what you're hearing. I want you guys to note two things that are absolutely massive. The first one is we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against what? Against the opinions and the thoughts of God. And when I read that verse, something kind of like clicked. Something kind of clicked that the true, what, what, what the enemy is truly trying to do is get us to think different thoughts than God's own thoughts. And can I say something right now? What you think God thinks of you is the most important thing about you. I'm going to say it again. What, God, what you think God thinks of you is the absolute most important thing in your life. Have you ever asked yourself, like, what, God, what do you think of me? God, what are your thoughts about me? God thinks about us. What are those thoughts? Ephesians 6, this is the final verse in, in, in this one, and then I'm going to recap this. But Ephesians 6, 18 through 20 says this. Oh, I love this so much. And pray in the Spirit, this is Paul talking, on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert... And always keeping on praying for those, uh, sorry, for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me. I love Paul so much. He's just saying, guys, just please pray for me. That whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. For which I am an ambassador in chains. And check this part out. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Does it say it up there? That I ought to speak. So, so in this translation that I have here, it just says, as I should. Declare it fearlessly as I should. I want to recap this really quickly. I'm going to have my boys move up all of our stuff in just a second. Um, so in short, here's what I want to say, guys. And again, I know it's morning time. I know it's a little heavy. But here's what I want to say. 
you've got something that the devil wants. It's so valuable. It's so valuable that it drives him insane, totally insane, that you just sit there and submit, and he's so confused, why are you taking a nap during the storm? Like, wait, 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 wait. I sent this to go get you, and you're just chilling out, you're just sleeping? Spiritual warfare is something that attempts to separate you from the Father. That's it. That's it. We've heard so many different versions of what it is, or so many different, you know, spiritual warfare is this, and it's scary, and ah, you know? But it's just simply this. Let's simplify it. Spiritual warfare is something that attempts to separate you from the Father. That's it. So what do we do? We rely on the power of God, the whole armor of God, the word of God, and we pray fearlessly. We stand firm. If he, you guys got to read Ephesians 6 later. It's absolutely insane. But I love at the very end of Ephesians 6, it says, when you've done everything to stand, keep standing. Have you guys read that? You guys have read It's insane. So once you've done absolutely everything to just stand and submit, keep going. And man, that is so hard. That is so hard. But you've got what it takes with everything that I just mentioned. The power of God, the whole armor of God, the word of God, and to pray fearlessly and stand firm. Submit yourself to the Lord. Dude, that is some, um, this is fire. I'm holding fire. You guys see it? So I'm going to throw it away. So what I want to talk about is this. The last point. The last point, we'll wrap it up. Like, give me like 10 more minutes, okay? And then go get your kids. I'm so glad I get to have our kids volunteers. Like, you get it, Maggie, right? Just like even two minutes over is like. <laughs> so, so here's what I want to talk about. I'm going to have our two boys bring us up uh, some things. We're going to do, I, just, I want to show you guys something that I think is going to be big, but I need some, some room. Give me some time. We're going to have a little, a little set change. But what I want to show you guys is what in the world does this, does this spiritual warfare look like on a day-to-day basis? Will you give me like four seconds? Great. Oh, my word, arm day. All right. Everybody know what this is? No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that here. They're going to bring up a table. Let me get a few other things here. Okay. I was a middle school teacher for five years, so what's the lesson without some table saws, right? All right. So that sounded so weird. Don't just, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. Will you boys help me lift this up? Can we give our gentlemen a round of applause, please? Thank you, boys. All right. So what we got before us is a machine, is an absolute machine. And here's what I want to talk about. I'm going to plug this in. Everybody's safe and everybody signed waivers before they walked in, right? Everybody know? Okay, Christina, you got to leave. But uh, here's what we're going to do. This is safe. Don't worry. I used to be a carpenter, so this is okay. We're good. And this is also a piece of wood. We're okay. But here's what I need. Here's what I need you guys to see, okay? It's just a little analogy because what's the story without, like I said, a table saw up here? You guys ever see a table saw in church? It's my first time. I'm super excited. So, all right. Here's the deal. We got a table saw. Everybody's safe, but I am going to turn it on. So if you hate loud noises, I'm sorry. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. There's just something just American about that, which I love. But <laughs> the, the people on the, on the podcast are like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, we'll come to church. Um, so, all right. So here, here's what I need. I need you guys to see this. This is so important. Like, like, this is, like, the most important thing. So if, if, like, before you were sleeping, first, ouch. The second thing is just wake up and just literally only remember this part. Okay? Everybody good? All right. 
a lot of times we think that this is what's coming after us. This right here, this giant machine of just pure destruction and death. And we just think like, man, surely, again, under emphasis, surely spiritual warfare is big and scary and rock and roll and metal, right? Like we're looking for like the, okay, well, man, no, well, you know, I don't really, I don't feel like I'm under attack. I'm not demon possessed. I'm not this and that. And we're looking for this, right? We're looking for this situation, big and loud. And us as believers, we think, well, surely this is what's coming. Man. Can I present you with what the devil really uses? This is a butter knife. Okay. Not as cool. Okay? So, Juan, where are you going? I have no idea. No, I'm kidding. I I need you. I need you, church, please. Like, it literally breaks my heart. Like, I could cry. Thinking about the fact that we don't know the difference. When we are looking for this, man, we're going to miss this. So what is this? What is this besides just something I found on the floor? Okay? what the devil really uses because look most of the time we're looking for this but why would someone with limited power like the devil bring out the big guns when he can use this listen the devil has limited power he he, he understands like a economy he's like an economic uh genius he knows uh demand and supply why is he going to send the big things when he could get us with this. So what is this? We're maybe thinking like, oh, well, this is like demon possession. This is like the scary stuff. But can I tell you that sometimes the devil just puts a mirror in front of us or uses this. What is this? Our circumstances, our attitudes. Can I tell you that spiritual warfare is, is something that attempts to take you away from the Father? Dude, our own attitudes towards people can do that. It's so easy, right? It's so easy to, to fall out of, of the presence of God. Now, is God going anywhere? No, absolutely not, period, full stop, biblical, right? So where are we going? We're finding those moments because we don't know this. We're waiting for this. we got to be looking out for this, okay? So what is this? What can this be? Circumstances, attitudes, temptations, other just yucky, just bleh, flesh, fleshly things. Fights with your spouse. Attitudes. Waiting too long in line. Yelling at whoever it is. Let me tell you guys something, okay? Like I said, why would the devil use limited power on sending the table saw when he can get us with a plastic knife? We end up not dying from a table saw, but we experience death by a thousand cuts. Little, little things. And it's so important to know the difference. I'm going to put this down before I cut myself. (laughs) So what do we do? What do we do as we wrap up? What do I do? Okay, Juan, so I'm not just looking for the scary stuff, the, like, things that I shouldn't, like, you know, whatever, the big stuff, the scary stuff. What is this? These are those moments. These are the circumstances. These are the attitudes Can I tell you guys that in the church right now, what I truly think is like top three weapon is straight arrogance. 
man, an arrogant saint ain't working. It's just not. Like, if you're, if you're like, suited, you got your whole thing, your whole, this is the armor. Do you guys see it, right? It is a whole armor. And then, man, you're going to be arrogant. Go ahead and just take it off, bro. Like, you do not have it yet. So let me please, please, please mention that here's what the devil does. His army is ready to go with the big guns. And then the enemy goes, no, 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 no. Whoa, don't waste time or energy on this. Let's just not do anything. You guys ever have a moment where you realize that the devil and all his friends are like, just like, she's crazy. Are you sure you want, can I go home? You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to put the popcorn down. But you do know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes the devil, the enemy who is against us, who's trying to separate us from the Father, just sits back, doesn't waste time or energy, and lets us do it ourselves. Yuck. Those, that's a nasty little flesh fight right there. You're going to go home and only remember the word flesh fight. It's going to be so sad. But you guys will get the point. So what do we do, guys? As we wrap up, here's what we need to do. We need to be strong, we need to be wise, and we need to be close to God. Temptations, resist. Stand firm. That's it. Just stand firm. Get stronger. Man, oh man, have we gotten so weak. <sighs> Listen, here's how, here's how I worded it a long time ago. Like, circumstances are what gets you off the saddle, right? But true spiritual warfare is what keeps you down. It's like, what keeps you down? And man, some of us are just popping right off that saddle so easy. Right? Just a little jab, a little knife, a little cut here and there, a little, you know, this is what it looks like. Yeah, you know? That's it. I don't want that in your life. I'm going to put this down again. Right? So what do we do? The first thing, as I said, was get stronger. The second thing for circumstances, here's how I want to word it. Circumstances are petri dishes to be analyzed. I just heard my mom say, okay? When petri, it's petri dish, mom, P-E-T-R-I. So look it up. A Petri dish to be analyzed. Guys, analyze your circumstances. Let circumstances be like kind of on a dashboard, right? Like, hey, is there a check engine light on? Oh, I just went through some bumpy roads. Are tire pressure okay? Everything good? Everybody safe in the car? We got to get wiser. And then, guys, I want to give you something. Just, just, this one's really big. Our thoughts. Can I tell you guys that sometimes spiritual warfare looks like this? Just empty, alone. Man, our thoughts by ourselves, like I said, in circumstances, just just ripe for spiritual warfare. Just this is what it could look like. It just looked like this. And in that person's mind, there's a whole war. You guys been there before? Did you guys know that we all go through this? Does that make you feel better? Has this been good for anybody? This is something that we have to know as believers. Like, guys, it's, it's like, it's time that we stop. We got to get stronger. We got to get wiser. And finally, with thoughts. 2 Timothy 10.5, take every thought captive to obey Christ. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, in a sound mind. We have to get closer. The only way to hear someone, like imagine, like, like if Savannah were whispering, I'm like 90% deaf in my right ear, right? So, so I have to get really, really close to Savannah, right? Like so close when she starts to like whisper, and I have to get really close to hear her. 
How much closer do I have to get to hear someone's thoughts? It, it is impossible in the flesh, but possible in the supernatural. We gotta get close. We gotta get close to Jesus to hear his thoughts. I need you to know this. I want you guys actually, to just, let's just close our eyes right now. And I, and I want you to put before you as we wrap up in the band place. I need you to put in front of you right now, what are those tiny little cuts right now in your life? I know we're right on time, but let me just end with this. Put in front of you the things that you know. And, and, and hey, let, with compassion, total compassion and grace, what are you causing in your own life? Where's the arrogance? Where's the temptation that we're falling into? Have grace, have compassion, but put it in front of you. Put it in front of you. And you need to say this to your thoughts, to your circumstances, your attitudes, your temptations. Whoa. Hey, you need to obey Christ. You need to obey Christ. So I want you now, not out loud, if, if, if you want to, and, and that's your flow, go for it. But I need you to know that you can hold a captive. You don't have to move forward with your spiritual warfare. Like, like the circumstances that's happening are not your end. You're not done, dude. You're, you're still going. With eyes closed, I want you to what, what it is that Holy Spirit's bringing up. Hold a captive. Submit to the Lord. Resist the devil. Know your tools. Pick up the sword. You know, my favorite is as you have your eyes closed, is the helmet of salvation. Remember, you're saved. <laughs> you're saved. So, with all eyes closed, I'm just going to say one final prayer. And then, and then we'll just jump on our feet in just a second. But, but before you do, Jesus, we love you. We're here for you. You're here for us. We bring before you our circumstances, our attitudes, memories of maybe where we feel like we have failed ourselves or the things that are are tormenting our mind, and we put them before you at your feet, and we say, thank you, Lord, that these have to submit to you, that these have to obey you. It's in your great name, Lord, not mine. It's not my name. It's not anyone else's name but you, Jesus. So just put before you at your feet right now all of these little cuts. Show us grace, Lord, today. Show us grace, Lord. Hey, here's what I want to do. Like, I want you guys to just, just I know we're, we're like right on time, but what I want you to do is open, open your eyes and let, let me see you. I want you to take a stand. Please, somebody... Take a step. I know there's one in the room. If there is something that you feel, man, this thing has a stronghold in my life. One, I have so tried this. I need help. I need prayer. Would you be so bold as to just show me even a pinky? Is there anyone here? Anybody here? We've got one in the back. Anybody right now? If you don't even want to stand, guys, please, 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 I'm begging you, please talk to someone. It is time that as believers... We come together to fight this. So you've got a few people standing, and, he, and here's what I want to do, guys. This is you later. If you're like, man, not right now, not right now, I can't do it, but you can later. There's a room full of people. Remember I asked you, if you were honest, I said, hey, are you a safe individual that someone can come to? And you said yes. 
go to someone. Go to someone to learn how to submit to Jesus. We've got two individuals right now who are standing. What are we going to do about that? I challenge you, church, today to find more. You guys are so brave for standing. And I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. We are here. Say it with me. I'm here for you. Say it with me. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. We're here for you. We're not going to let you go. We're not going to let you fall. And in Jesus' name, we're going to learn to get these little suckers to obey Jesus. Amen. Amen. Guys, let's give the Lord a round of, a round of applause. Let's thank our band. I want to thank everybody for being here, everybody online. We love you guys. Come on up. This Actually, just um, want to share a word kind of as you're speaking, and we want to give some opportunity for people to encounter the heart of the Father this morning. Um, there's something that happens when we're in the midst of a storm or even in the midst of demonic opposition that what we truly believe comes to the surface, right, in those moments. And so I just feel like there's, I want to make space up here in the front for those that are, man, they're like, I just feel like I've been toiling for a really long time. I just feel like I've been tormented, like just with lack of peace. God wants to give you a sound mind this morning. And we really believe that when you come and you just lay it all before him, that he wants to meet you in a profound way. And so I don't want to skip past that. Like we're there, the worship team's going to continue up, but we just want to give space. So if that's you this morning, we just want to invite you. I truly believe that there is a spirit of God in this room that when he comes, he comes to bring freedom right? He comes to bring freedom. He wants to encounter you this morning. And he's going to make a deposit. He wants to exchange. Some of us, in the, especially with even the past couple years, have been holding on so tightly to something. God wants you to release it this morning. So we just make space for that here. Um, so if that's you, if you don't want to hang out, that's okay. We just give you permission to go hang out with people outside of this room. But I just want to even pray again, if you don't mind. God, I just ask, if you want to stand up with me, actually. We're going to stand up. Put your hands out in front of you. <laughs> Jesus, I give you, I give it all back to you, God. Every single place on the inside of me that needs a touch, God, even the places that I don't realize, the, the places that I've just told myself, almost like a lie that I'm just like, man, this is just gonna be dry. This is just the way it is. God, I ask right now that you would minister to the hearts of your people. God, I thank you that we don't have to walk in shame or condemnation or, or tiredness all the time, God, that living life with you is actually exciting and it's beautiful and it's magical. God, open our eyes to see your presence this morning. God, we put our attention on you right now, God. We put our attention on you, God, where we've put our attention on people or circumstances or those tiny little things that Juan talked about, those little cuts that we've just let get in the way. God, we ask for a boldness this morning to begin to know your heart and your spirit unlike we ever have, God. God, strengthen our spirit. If there's one thing that 2020 taught us, God, it's that we've, we've fallen short, God. We don't have a strong spirit. We don't know you. God, we want to know you again. 
So those that have lost sight of you or you lost sight of your presence and your spirit, God, I ask that we would know the God who was, the God who is, and the God who's always going to be. And if there's any part in our heart that doesn't trust or believe that, God, I ask that you would meet us in that place. God, we ask for a freshness right now in the name of Jesus. A freshness right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, God, give us eyes to see. Give us eyes to see. Give us eyes to see, God, this morning. Give us eyes to see, Jesus. God. 